Sports Governor, Sports Done Right is back. What's going on? Yeah, sing it, Cube. Sing it. Ta-dow. Ta-dow. How you like me now? And what's going on? Cube's back in L.A. Vince is back in Minnesota. And I am proud to say what's going on, everybody? Sports Done Right is back. Yes, we are. Yes, we are live on Spreaker.com every Tuesday night at 7.30 or thereabouts. You're going to get sports done right. Everything Minnesota sports has to offer as well as a look at the national scene. Man, I am doing real good. I'm feeling good. Another week has gone by. I hope everybody out there has had a great week. Hope everybody had a great weekend. We just sent out the notifications that we're live, so hopefully we'll get this chat room popping off here quickly, and well, you know, what can I say? Anyway, hope everybody had a great weekend. I know I did. Uh, I got the golf twice, and that is very rare nowadays between running kids around and doing this and doing that. So golfing for me is really uh, the way I let loose and enjoy myself. And I got to do it twice this weekend uh, on some work buds. Went out with my wife on Sunday and uh, golfed with my daughter's uh, basketball coach from last year and his father. And we had a blast, man. It was a good time out at Loggers Trail out there in Stillwater, Minnesota. So uh, props to Dad's course out there. Again, looking in great shape. Everything was all good. And, well, you know, what can I say? Anyway... See, my brother-in-law has jumped in on the chat room. Looks like he said he lost audio. I hope that's uh, not the case. Anyway, uh, let me know if you're hearing me, Jeff, because I, my mic levels are on and everything's looking good here in the Situation Room. Again, sports done right every Tuesday night here on Spreaker.com. Thank you for joining in. Um, hope everybody is doing well out there. We're going to go over lots of NFL action tonight. 
Lots of stuff going on. We still cannot get out of Washington. I don't know what's going on there, but Washington again is uh, having issues. RG3, Coach Gruden, nothing is going on. I, I, you know, it's it's really disappointing. But I mean, I, there's been some articles today that have thrown some shade RG3's way. There's a couple that have gone after Coach. Usually, well, you know, it's usually somewhere in the middle. So anyway, we'll take a look at that in the NFL side of things today. We're going to talk um, NFC North. We're going to take a look at the Vikings' last two uh, comp- or their last two teams that they call rivalries. We're going to get a little Packer preview from Green Bay. And, well, you know, what can we say? It's Green Bay, but, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, whoa, even the kids are booing Green Bay. And we're also going to take a look at the so-called Monsters of the Midway as well, the Chicago Bears. Well, and that's really all you got to know about Chicago right there. Crickets. Anyway, man, so, yeah, we're going to go over the uh, those two teams there. We're going to talk Minnesota Twins. They are presently playing the Chicago White Sox, a quick three-game uh, series here before they hit the road. And Twins are looking good early in the bottom of the second. They are already up for nothing. And on a wild pitch, it looks like, I can't see for sure, it looks like Dozier advances from second to third. So, uh, runner on third, two outs. Twins may get another one to come across here. Anyway, my main man, Jersey Vern, is up in the chat room. Let's give it up for Jersey, my main man. Jersey, what's up, brother? Glad you can make it. Jersey says he's in this bitch like the Yankees in your house. Oh, man, we got to have to listen to Jersey talk his Yankees nonsense. But you know what, Jersey, I ain't got nothing for you, man. You know, when it's done, it's done, and the Yankees ain't messing around. So you ain't going to hear nothing from the governor tonight on the New York Yankees. But unfortunately, respect. They keep doing it. They are going to be there in the end, and they're going to make a run for uh, number 28 in terms of their world championships. We're also going to take a look at the uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers. The biggest opening game in my lifetime for Gopher football. I am uh, 46. I remember my dad telling me uh, when USC came up here, I think it was 69 or 70, when they had the one and only OJ Simpson as their starting tailback. Uh, Nothing seems to have generated as much buzz here recently, though, as the number two Texas Christian University Horned Frogs making their trek on up north to play the Gophers. That is a ESPN game, by the way, folks, 8 p.m. on Thursday night. So good time for the Gophers to really let the nation know what they're all about and see what they can do against the number two team in the country. And a quick little tidbit before we move on, the Gophers are only are the only team in the country, actually, as of right now, that will play the number one and two ranked teams on their schedule this year. So Gophers have a very, very long, very long, difficult schedule to get through. If they could uh, pull the upset here, boy, that would really be something and really get the the folks up here in uh, Minnesota 
boy, I mean, they're just dying for this team to do good. Just dying to get to a Rose Bowl. No, I'm not even going to go down that route and start talking roses or anything. There's so much more the Gophers have to do before you even get there, namely beat Wisconsin. But until, you know, we'll discuss that down the road. But anyway, huge night Thursday night. I will be there front row seats, season ticket holder for going on my 11th year now. We love the Golden Gophers, and we're really, really excited for this season. So we'll get back to them as well. Roster cuts in the NFL. They have to be the 75. I believe it was actually today. Uh, we're going to maybe throw the question out there. Will the Oakland Raiders ever be good again or in the foreseeable future? And a few other nice little tidbits today. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about as we start Sports Done Right here on the Spreaker.com network is... Um, I wanted to give you guys kind of an update on where we're going here on Sports Done Right, what we're looking to do, and where we're looking to take the show. Anyway, I want to say what's up to my main man Sluggo in the house with the Chief Rocker jersey, Vern, my brother-in-law, Jeff Pohl in the mix. Hopefully some more folks will be jumping in. We'll be looking forward to that. But one thing that I did want to talk to you about is the future of Sports Done Right and what we're looking to do with it now. You've heard me these past few weeks talk about the production value of the show, how I want to be able to take calls and maybe run some commercials if we can get some advertisers, see what's going on, man, see what's going on. But as we move slowly, things are happening. So I want to give you an update so you guys know exactly what's going on. You guys have been great. Lots of support for this homely little sports radio show. And I appreciate it. So here's the plan, so to speak, for Sports Done Right over the next few weeks. So as we were talking about, one thing that we're looking at doing is being able to take calls live on the air. That's what we're looking to do. So one of the things we're looking at is partnering with the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network, Doug Stewart and his crew, and to basically work with them on the production side where you've heard his commercials where they are running specials and whatnot to pro help produce other shows and run them under Doug's banner. So what we were looking at doing here is running the first hour under the Stewart Media and Entertainment banner. And that's great because that's network affiliation that's being able to reach over 9,000 of Doug's followers and to really get the name of the podcast out there. So we were looking at doing that, had some run-throughs, we're, we're, we're looking at it, it's gonna work, but here's the thing, we're running into some technical issues. Um, it's, it's set up a little bit differently than how I run the show now from the Spreaker board myself, but once this little hiccup, so to speak, is taken care of, man, this is going to be great because, again, commercials, but also the main thing for me is to be able to take calls in a per, very professional way. So that's what we're looking to do. And then so that would be the first hour. So that's where and also that would be under the Stewart Media and Entertainment banner on Spreaker. So that that would not be on my page right away. That first hour, you would go to Doug Stewart's um, the Stewart Media and the Entertainment page on Spreaker 
and you would find the show there for the first hour and call in, have fun. We mix it up. We do what we do, and we're going to have a great time. Uh, the second hour, what I was thinking about doing is kind of what we do right now. Um, yeah, I would be running the board myself because, you know, it does take some money to, to get under that entertainment banner and to pay the good folks over there at the media or Stewart Entertainment Media for their time as well. So, But I would think maybe the second hour we can kind of think of it as a wind down, an after party. Um, it would be in the chat room like we do now, but we could still have a lot of fun with it and wind that show down maybe 45 minutes or so. Have a good time. So we're real close, people. We're real close, man. So, you know, folks, just stick with us. Everything is going to be all right. And I'm telling you, man, Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com is going places. And as uh, Jersey Vern says out there in the, in the chat room, Please do, Gov. Yes, we are definitely going to be doing that with Doug Stewart's uh, crew. And I can't wait because once the phone calls are, are able to start coming in, that's when this show is really going to take off. So thank you, everybody, for hanging in there with us here at Sports Done Right. Really appreciate it. And, man, let me tell you, the Gov here in the Situation Room loves you guys. Thanks over now 115 new Twitter followers. Um, we've added some couple more people to the Facebook page. Got inquiries coming from left and right. Actually talked with some people locally here who who took a listen on Spreaker.com and think, you know, Vince, you can maybe do something with this. Work on your craft. Get it together. And so big things happening, man. Big things happening. So, all right. We're already 15 minutes in. And let me tell you, it's time to talk sports. So I'll tell you what, folks, we are going to take a very quick break here and I will be right back. Sports done right with Vince Wright, the sports governor here in Minnesota. Thank you nationwide. This podcast has been heard all over the world as far as South Africa. And after this break, we're going to be right back to get into it, y'all. So have a very good night. Sit back, smoke them if you got them, drink them if you're drinking them, put the feet up, enjoy the podcast. Here's a little Bruno Mars to get the, the music started. And, or excuse me, we're actually going to go with a little Michael Jackson for old time's sake. Um, we just celebrated his birthday recently. And anyway, I've always loved this tune, Remember the Time. So we will be right back.
Everybody, sports done right every Tuesday night here on the Spreaker.com channel. What is going down, everybody? Want to welcome Big John Fisher, Patty Cake, Patty Cake Microwave Man. What's going down? John Fisher is running a show called Cooking with the Microwave that'll be on tonight after this very show. Part of the Real Cast uh, family of podcasting. Don't forget our main man, the Rangers out there, the Real Cast Rangers. Also, Jungle Brother in the chat room, one half. And then there is my main man, Jersey Vern, as well. Always on the run, the Bonnie and Clyde of Sports Talk out on the East Coast. Anyway, glad everybody's coming in here. Sluggo, my main man, is back in there. And let's take a look at this chat room as well. Sluggo, Gruden has proven anything except that he's a piss poor manager of men i agree i agree with that of course like i said jersey was talking to yankees earlier and i ain't got nothing to say man i ain't got nothing to say but anyway moving along let's kind of flash through the weekend here 
not a lot of interesting sports happening this weekend. Obviously, we had the, the preseason in the NFL. We also had golf. And here's my suggestion for golf during their playoffs for their so-called FedEx Cup. Golf, you can't have football season. Can't do it. Because here's what people think of golf when football starts. It just can't happen. So here's a, a, a suggestion, and I can't remember uh, the reporter that, that said it because I, I don't, you know, I don't plagiarize here, so I don't pretend I hear things elsewhere and then present them as my own. But I thought this was a very good idea. And what I am saying for golf during their playoffs is to move it to midweek. The weekends don't work, man. We got college football now. We got the NFL. Nobody cares about golf. Just who won last week? I know who won because I follow sports. I know my brother-in-law out there, Jeff Pohl in the chat land, if he's still there, probably knows who won because he's a golfer. But that's it. Jason Day won the Barclays last week. First leg of the FedEx Cup. Winner of the FedEx Cup playoffs gets an additional $10 million check. Nothing to sneeze at by any means. Life-changing money for most men out there. And that's why I would like to see them say, instead of running the basic Thursday to Sunday tournament, why don't we run it maybe Tuesday to Friday or, or just midweek? Not a lot going on midweek in terms of football. There's a little bit of college football, but nothing disastrous. It shakes up the schedule. And here's what I think the pros would like once they kind of adjusted their schedules to it. They're done on the weekend for a change. They don't have to play a tournament on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Or Saturday and Sunday, at least. They can be home on the weekends. So I think that that's something that the PGA should take a look at, man. But anyway, that's just one black guy's opinion on golf. And I hope that they really, really take a listen to it. I think that could really help the playoffs, man. Because nobody is paying attention to the playoffs at all. So... And I'm glad my studio audience behind the glass over there agrees with me. So before we get into our Packer and Bear preview, let's kind of talk a little NFL action here. You know, I'm looking at it like this. Can anybody stop Green Bay even with Jordy Nelson's injury? Why, yes, I think the Vikings can. And we've talked about that on this show many a times. And you've heard me talk about it on Doug Stewart's show and in the chat room there. So we're going to take a look and get into that Packer preview in just a couple moments. How about the Buffalo Bills? They named Tyrod Taylor the starter over EJ Manuel. Not so much of a surprise from the folks out there in Buffalo. Um, they say Tyrod just earned it. He outplayed them. And while, you know, all the quarterbacks did pretty good, you know, hey, Tyrod Taylor's earned it. He completed 24 of his first 31 passes for 236 yards. This is his fifth season. He has no starts. And he has a base salary of 833000 and change. And he can earn up to an additional $2 million with incentives. So if he gets on a hot streak and can turn this thing around in Buffalo... Man, Buffalo Bills, not only will he be going places, Tyrod Taylor's going to get himself paid. And you know, hey, he's trying to get a new contract. So 
Big baller award to Tyrod for earning the position up there in Buffalo, shaking things up a little bit. And, you know, I mean, I mean I've mean, i always respected the Buffalo fans. They're the fans, the, the fan base, the team itself. I've always loved watching those winter games back in the Jim Kelly days with the snow and, the, and that Frank Wright comeback where they were down by like 100 points and came back to win. The NFL is better with Buffalo being good. Now, I know a lot of New York City people don't like to hear that, but there are other teams outside of the metropolitan area. And Buffalo, the fans, they've stuck with that team. They fill up Ralph uh, Wilson Stadium every Sunday, good, bad, or indifferent. And they're a very underrated fan base, in my opinion. So, anyway, um, one thing that I also want to focus on as well Washington, Washington, Washington. RG3, Gruden, it's it's a soap opera, people. It's never ending. And I just I, I just can't believe that it, that it's come to this from ah, you know, the rookie of the year to this. So on NFL.com, an article by Connor Orr, which is titled RG3 sets the record in quotation marks straight over Instagram like. Now, there's an Instagram that was put out, I believe by a fan that was very detrimental to the Washington Redskin organization while talking up RG3, basically blaming the Redskins for the follies that are going on now. And supposedly Robert Griffin liked it. Like you go on Facebook and there's a picture there you like, you hit the like button, you do that on Instagram. I'm not on Instagram, so I don't pretend to know how it works. Hope I'm describing it correctly. Anyway, now because the like button was hit, well, that caused all holy hell to break loose out in D.C. And guess what, man? Robert Griffin now is on the defense about liking something, and he has said that he didn't like it. His intern hit the like button. I mean, come on, man. Can you, the intern hit the like button? Even the kids are booing you, man. Even the kids boo that move, RG3. Look, I've been an, an RG3 supporter. I, I still am. It's obvious, I believe, now that he, he really is going to have to get out of Washington and to really start anew somewhere else. And there's plenty of, of teams... You know, they're trying to tell you earlier today there's no trade interest in Robert Griffin. Somebody make something happen to get Robert Griffin. Okay? Somebody will make something happen to get Robert Griffin. But let me tell you something. If Robert Griffin comes back and has a phenomenal time, or listen to me, phenomenal time, phenomenal year somewhere else. (laughs) Um, Here's the thing. Then who does Washington blame? Okay. They've done everything to try and, you know, show that, okay, we're not going to blame the coach. Not going to blame a coaching staff. We're not going to talk about the schemes of the, of the coach highly overrated in this broadcaster's humble opinion. Not a, not a Gruden fan here at all. But if you run RG3 out of town, what are you going to do? Kirk Cousins? I'm a Big Ten guy. 
I respected Kirk over at Michigan State University. I think we even talked about this a little bit on the last show, but I don't know if he's the answer either. And you're really taking a chance here. So Jay Gruden, I don't know, man. He is, I don't know if RG3 kicked him in his nuts, stole his woman or, or something, but he does not like RG3. He has made it very clear he does not want RG3 in the Washington organization. There has been some fight back from the ownership group on that. But now it sounds like even some of the ownership group has had enough of Robert Griffin. Now, let's switch it over. Robert Griffin has done some things that have been basically an asshole move. He needs to stay off social media. Okay, no more Twitter posts, no more Instagrams, no more you know, whatever's, and I, and I get it. You want to defend yourself. You, if you feel you're wronged and in today's world, this is how we communicate. I get it. But sometimes silence is golden as the old expression says. And sometimes you just be quiet because if you're right, if you're doing the right thing and you're a good person, I think karma is a bitch. And if you are being wronged by the coach, everything's going to wash out in your favor eventually. So we're going to see what happens in Washington. As we saw here, uh, Kirk Cousins has been named the starter of not just the first game, but the entire year. And I think that was a big F you to RG3 from the coach. I think that was a big middle finger saying F you, Mr. Crybaby, Mr. Weiner. We're going with Cousins for the whole year. And I'm telling you right now. Well, I think we are going to see that that may backfire, Mr. Gruden. But whatever's going on, man, Dan Snyder better get a hold of his organization. Because the name Redskins is now becoming the, really the, some of the least of his problems. He's got on the field issues. He's going to hear about it from that fan base. 80,000 strong every Sunday. I mean, the Redskins represent that whole region of the country. And if things continue to go south here, it's really going to get ugly. And things may not get better until Dan Snyder actually looks at maybe possibly selling ownership of uh, the Washington Redskins. And I think it may not be a bad idea. He has not impressed me one bit as an owner. He's got kids over here booing behind the glass. That's right. And there's just nothing going on. So Dan Snyder, Washington Redskins. I hate to do it, Jersey and Jungle. I got to borrow the sit your ass down award again for the Washington Redskins. All right. Yes, indeed. Well, let's take a look. We got sports done right here on a Tuesday night. Again, Spreaker.com. Make sure you follow me at the Big Smooth One on Twitter. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. You can check out the Facebook page, Sports Done Right. My last name, W-R-I-G-H-T. And you can look at or use me at my email or find me at my email. Excuse me. I'm trying to read and talk at the same time here in the two don't match. Anyway, vman, V-M-A-N-N-3-1 at gmail.com, everybody. Let's jump in the chat room, acknowledge everybody that's been in here. Uh, Jeff is sharing some news about my nephew and his son. He says uh, his son, who's a sophomore at Cretan Durham Hall, which is a private Catholic school here. 
Um, as a sophomore, he's getting his first uh, visit from a small college called Luther College. That's down in Iowa, if I remember correctly. And good for him. So what's going on, nephew? I told you, work hard, things pay off for you. So hats off, Dylan. Yes, yes. Love it, love it, love it. And I see Sluggo out there wants to know what is uh, Cousins' record as a starter. You know, Sluggo, I saw that recently. It's not good. I, I can't remember, so I don't want to start throwing numbers out there. Unfortunately, the First Lady is on official business with our daughter tonight. I don't have uh, the production behind the glass to help run those stats for me. I'll see what I can do and find out for you here in the next music break, which is coming up. Oh, John Fisher just put it in there. One and seven. I, that's what I thought it was, but I just wanted to make sure. Hey, John Fisher, big ups on that, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, looking out. And again, check out his show coming up tonight, Cooking with the Microwave, right after my show here on Spreaker.com as well. We call him the microwave because he heats it up. He talks about topics that get you going, and sometimes he's going to get your blood boiling. And he also has Grandma Eunice in the house every so often. And I love Grandma Eunice. We respect our elders at Sports Done Right. And the one thing that I love about Aunt Eunice, she's a real lady. She brings it. And I love the Jamaicans. And that's one Jamaican lady who knows what she's talking about, man. So big up to Grandma Eunice and John Fisher's show, Cooking with the Microwave, after this. So... Yeah, Cousins' record is 1-7, which is complete garbage, as Sluggo says here. And again, I think you're just you're rolling the dice, man. You're rolling the dice, so we will see what happens. Oh, boy. I, you know, there's one other thing that I'd want to talk about here before we hit to the break, and that's the New York Jets. The New York Jets looked good last weekend over their preseason victory over the Giants. Fitzgerald looked real good. And I think Geno Smith's in big trouble because I think Fitzpatrick just may fit in down there for the Jets. He uh, threw touchdowns to my main man, Eric Decker, former University of Minnesota Golden Gopher. And that is definitely bonus for me because he's on my fantasy team. He also hit up Zach Stacy. And look for some things for the Jets here. Again, defense is kind of suspect. But, you know, any positive step forward for the Jets is only good news. They have been, obviously, it's a Giants town. The history is with the Giants, as we've talked about before. But I, I like it when the Jets do good, man. It just kind of seems to spice things up a little bit. So hats off to them. And let's see what they can do. And, again, we talked about... The Oakland Raiders, will they ever matter again? I don't think so, man. <laughs> Not anytime soon, anyway. Uh, you know, you, yeah, you, yeah, the crickets are out in the Bay Area, man. You got David Carr. David Carr's out there talking about the, how bad the offense has been. He's blasting his own – excuse me. He's not blasting his own offense. He's talking about how disappointed he has personally been and I'll, I'll give him, you know, hats off. He stepped up and said he's made his own mistakes, but he's very disappointed that their offense has not been able to click really again. So well, it's going to be another young, long, long year in the city by the bay known as Oaktown 357. And 
boy. I, I wish him luck, man. It seems like ever since the the New England Patriots got, quote unquote, that favorable call on the tuck rule, things just haven't been the same in Oakland, man. So anyway, I don't know. We'll see what's going on, man. All right, Chief. We're going to take a quick little station break here, as they say. We're going to throw some music your way. Smoke them if you got them. Drink them if you are drinking them. Hit the bathroom if you got to. And we will be right back, and we will get into the Bears and the Packers preview right after this. This is Sports Done Right every Tuesday night on Spreaker.com. Ah, yes. I love you so, hey, that's what you'll say, that's what you'll say, you'll tell me baby, baby, please don't go away, don't go away. but when I play, oh, when I, play. I, never stay. I never stay, so every girl that I meet, yeah, this is what I say, run, run, run away, run away, baby, the You so, hey, that's what you'll say. That's what you'll say. You'll tell me, baby, baby, please don't go away.
Loving the feeling. Look at you now in love with the hitter. But now it's all lies on me. And it all lies on me. To say something to your pretty ass. Some hood shit, what you looking at? Some good for that. Breaking bags, I'm good for that. Might just be your blood for that. You might fall in love with that. Got love for that. What's your name? Who you with? Where you from? You the shit. Choose and pick. Get the right one. All these chicks got the light one. All these hits got the light one. All these bottles got the lights up. All these models got the white one. What you gonna do? Is you drunk? Is you had enough? Are you here looking for love? Ooh, got the club going crazy. All these bitches by my eyes on you. Is you somebody, baby? If you ain't girl, what we gon' do? I was the baddest, we was the illest When he approached me, I said, yo, what the deal is? In and out them dealers, rocking chinchillas I got them in the back of that back, I think he catching feelings Now it's all eyes on us, and it's all lies on trust And if them bitches wanna trip, tell them they tore gods on us This kitty cat on reclusive, he ducked up in them gooses I put him on in that new new, now he only fuck with exclusives like, What's your name? My name Nick Where you from? New York and this bitch Choose and pick You got the right one, all them hoes ain't nothing like them Nigga, you know you never wiped them None of them niggas ain't never hit this Still at the top of all they hit lists What they gon' do? Meek and Nick Baby Is you drunk? Is you had enough? Are you here looking for love? done right what's going on out there in the land of the podcast anyway vince wright the sports governor deep in the situation room at the executive mansion loving life in minnesota it is a hot one up here tonight man we got that georgia heat going on down there uh john fisher it feels just like atlanta up here it is in the 90s it's gonna be hot humid sticky but it's all good because uh, Twins are up 4 nothing here in the top of the fifth over the Chai Sox. They got a quick three-game series before they hit the road. We'll talk about the Twins here very shortly. Our Minnesota Vikings play Thursday down in Tennessee. And that is a 8 o'clock start there. Vikings, uh, no, new, no new news. You know, so kind of holding pattern there and actually no news there is actually good news no injuries nothing like that so some breaking news here uh earlier today it sounds like ap adrian peterson 
can uh can <laughs> for lack of a better term you know can uh keep it uh put away and apparently has another kid out there this would be number nine or ten i believe and he is being pressured to give up 1.8 million dollars for child support adrian peterson as much as i love you as a football player that's only part of it you got to be a good human being as well and i think for the most part you are sir you do a lot of great work for charity. You give a lot of time and more so you give a lot of your money. But you got to wrap it up, homeboy. You got to wrap it up. And this this woman ain't his wife, people. This ain't the lady he's married to right now. So please, man, you got to wrap this stuff up, homeboy. Here's the thing, man. Being a father... Because there's a lot of us out there who are fathers. I don't claim to be the best father by any means. I've, I try my best. But to be a father means to be with your children. To be in their lives on a daily basis. And that's not a phone call. That's not jumping on Skype for a video conference with your child. That's being in the house with your child to be raised. And as we all know out there. And then Jersey and then all the other good fathers out there can tell you. To raise a man nowadays is not an easy thing to do sometimes. These children need to be in your lives, AP. So please, for just the sake of everybody involved, man, stop making babies. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just stop. Because you're making yourself look stupid. And that child support is going to continue after you quit playing. That's how a lot of these players go broke. I was talking with my brother-in-law about this. The football career ends. Payments don't. Payments go to these kids who are 18. He's 30 now. He's probably got another good three years left. Barring any injuries. But he's got nine, ten kids. That's a lot of payments. Those kids are going to be going to college, hopefully. A lot of tuition. AP, you got to chill, man. You got to chill. Because you make yourself look just as ignorant sometimes, man. But anyway. Best of luck to you, man. I hope you figure it out, brother. I hope you figure it out. But anyway, Vikings got an, their second to last preseason game this Thursday against the Tennessee Titans. And for Gopher fans, get to see David Cobb with Tennessee. He's battling to be a uh, top running back there. He is impressed early and should be a very interesting uh, game in terms of Minnesota connections. So let's jump in on the chat room here. And, yeah, that was Jeff, like I said, that brought up the AP situation. Lots of good stuff going on out there. It looks like Vern's Ohio State Buckeyes, he says, have picked up another top 10 quarterback. No surprise there. Uh, I've been watching on the Big Ten Network. It's a show called Scarlet and Gray Days following the, the uh, preseason camp here of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Very good show. Uh, very, very well shot. And what I like about it is you get to see a lot of Urban Meyer doing this thing as a coach. And that's, that's just something that I really, really get into. So 
The show, again, is called Scarlet and Gray Days on the Big Ten Network. Big Ten Network, you can download the app if you're not here in Big Ten country or if your cable or satellite doesn't pick it up. And let me tell you, download the app because it's it's a phenomenal channel it's a they do phenomenal work i think they do some better production work than espn and i'm not saying that because i'm a big 10 homer but i give props where it is the big 10 network is the reason you have the sec network uh the longhorn network down in texas they saw how successful this was for this conference they saw the money that it helped generate and quite honestly the Big Ten channel is the trendsetters in, in terms of conference sports television. And if you want to take, get a good, uh, good look at the Big Ten conference for all of our sports, but especially football and base or basketball, a lot of great shows, people. And unlike the ESC network or, or ESC, SEC network, remember, that's got the ESPN. That's that's who does that. So. That's just an extension of the four-letter buffoons over there at ESPN. So, again, check out the Big Ten Network because that, my friends, is where it's at. So, I wanted to give one shout-out. I forgot to do this when I was talking about my nephew. We have a cousin who lives up by St. Cloud, Minnesota. He is a kicker. His name is Caleb Woodman. He's a kicker on the St. Cloud Tech football team up there. He plays soccer as well, and he actually was brought over, I believe, from the soccer team to do some kicking. And he nailed a 44-yard field goal, I believe it was, in overtime for the win up there. So congratulations to St. Cloud Tech and our cousin, Caleb Woodman. Caleb, way to go. You are the high school baller of the week. Very, very, very well done, our cousin. All right. It's football time. We're going to talk NFC North. Let's get this party started. And we are going to talk about the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears, the last two teams we need to cover. But before we do that, here on Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com, King 50 is in the house. My main man, what's up to you, King 50? Baby, baby. That's right, that's right. And, of course, Jersey Vern, the cool chief rocker. He don't drink vodka. He keeps a microphone inside his locker. What's going on, Jersey Vern? Big man Coop. Jay Coop in the house. What's going on? Talking about the Big Ten. Big Ten Network shows a lot of non-revenue sports in addition to football and basketball. Absolutely. Just like a 24-hour news cycle, you got to fill up that time. So you will see Big Ten baseball, hockey, all the sports. And that's another thing that I actually love about the channel. Big Ten's a great conference. It's about time they start showing that to the nation. So welcome King 50 and Coop into the mix. Let's talk about these Green Bay Packers, man. Now, Jordy Nelson's down with the ACL tear, gone for the year. So who are they looking to to replace him? Well, looks like they got a rookie. Ty Montgomery is the one to keep a a eye on out there, along with their second-year guy, Jeff Janis, who is a phenomenal athlete from everything I read. 
And this comes off of NFL.com. I'm just going to read some of this verbatim. Montgomery's been running with the ones, so he's been practicing with the first team now. And he's the third wide out. But see, here's the thing, because this Jeff Janis dude, I've seen some film on him. He's quick, he's fast, he's a, he's a true athlete, and here's what they say about him. But Janis's athleticism has been on display in preseason action, making this a battle to watch. And whoever gets on the same page with the quarterback, Mr. Rogers, is the one that ultimately is going to get the job in Green Bay. So basically it's a toss-up, who works harder, and who is basically going to get in with the quarterback is going to get that job. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. The biggest hole in the Packers' loaded roster in the past couple years was middle linebacker. They were forced to move their all-pro outside linebacker, Clay Matthews, to inside last year. You know, kind of help shore up that position, as they say. Uh, Matthews finally came back last week against the Eagles. He's had a very injury-riddled offseason. He's been hurting, but despite his pass rush pedigree, Matthews will see plenty of snaps inside as an inside linebacker this season as well, it says. Uh, rookie Jake Ryan has kind of been a little disappointment in terms of trying to land a starting job there. And th so it looks like their seventh round pick, Sam Barrington, may actually slide in and become a starter alongside Clay Matthews. So hats off to a seventh round pick, really making his uh, making himself known out there in Packerland. Like to see the hustle from them guys that are drafted a little lower down the, down the rung there. So, they also talk about the Packers' need at cornerback. They uh, selected, in the first two rounds, Demarius Randall and Quentin Rollins. Demarius Randall was sidelined uh, in training camp with injuries early on. And R Quentin Rollins took advantage of that situation and has made his presence felt in training camp and has done very well there so keep an eye on that name Quentin Rollins in the defensive backfield and the observations that uh, oh the observations of the Green Bay Packers are this they, they will find a way to make it tough to dethrone them they, they play hard, they play ugly, but they win ugly games. That's always been the thing with the Green Bay Packers, you know. Whether it's that ugly field in the middle of December that's just mud, it's frozen, it's whatever. Green Bay finds a way to win, man. Now, I think this is the year my Vikings can rise to the occasion personally and take them on. But we're, we're going to see. And I'm just excited to get football started again. Uh, some things to keep an eye on out there in Packer land. An undrafted free agent out of Miami, Ladarius Gunter, another cornerback. And um, he, he may, uh, may find some playing time out there as well. Uh, Devontae Adams talked about. And, well, that's about it for Green Bay. So we are very disappointed. We we. We send our, our much respect out, send love out to Jordy Nelson. That's not the way you want to see a baller like him go down, like I said last week, on a non-contact injury. 
But we move on to the so-called monsters of the midway, the Chicago Bears. And when we talk Bears, everybody out there in Chatland, it's all Jay Cutler. It's all Jay Cutler. And everybody knows, got a new coach, John Fox is in town. This is a make or break year for Jay Cutler, people. It's just, it's that simple, man. It's time to fish or cut bait. You know, we can talk about all the positives, all the negatives. We can rehash all the nonsense, his attitude with his teammates. It's just a make or break year. Look, man, you want to do it, make it happen. And, you know, maybe for, for Cutler, he may need to get out of Chicago again. We've seen it time and time again that many, many athletes or many players in, in whatever sport just need a little change of scenery. And, oh boy, here we go. White Sox mounting a little bit of a comeback. We got 4-3 here. Live from Target Field in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Twins trying to hold on and keep their wild card hopes alive. Big weekend series in baseball we'll touch on here in the next segment. Tampa Bay, New York. That's going to be a big one for Jersey Vern's boys. So, Anyway, Chicago Bears, it's all Jay Cutler. Uh, the new coach as well. They have a new coordinators. They have a new quarterback coach. They got new everything in Chicago. Um, here on NFL.com, they talk about his mechanics are looking a bit tighter. You know, he seemed to throw the ball with some oomph, but again, that doesn't matter because we've we've heard all these things about Jay Cutler before. So we're, we're going to have to see it on the field, man, and see what he's about, but um, the Bears are really, really hurting at skilled position players. Um, you know, they have a receiver, Alshon Jeffrey. You know, he played okay. Fellow receiver, Eddie Royal, was a good signing. Matt Forte, we know about. Martellus Bennett, on the other hand, I mean, he's a good dude as well. And it's just going to be, a, I think, if they can find a way to get, you know, get on an even keel with Cutler, they're going to have to have success early in Chicago to build any type of momentum for this year at all. They get out the gates, man, and they start suffering again, one and three, uh, two and five, some crap like that. It's over. It's over. And, you know, Coach Fox has talked about the rebuilding that he has to do. It's a, it's a tough thing. He's in a, obviously a very tough market. And, you know, Chi-Town, you know, they, they live and die with their, with their sports teams. You know, you saw a city celebrate a couple, you know, a couple months ago with the Blackhawks. City of 3 million people. They had 2 million people at a hockey parade. Can you imagine if the Bears actually won a Super Bowl and – had a halfway decent winter day for a parade. But I digress because that ain't going to happen anytime soon. So, uh, Bears got a couple new additions. A gentleman named Pernell McKee, defensive end. Uh, started during uh, his uh, tenure in Baltimore a few times. He's a uh, tough guy, a hard-nosed guy, as he's uh, described here on the NFL.com website. He's able to get to the quarterback quickly. And the Bears do need some uh, pass rushers, so hopefully he can uh, help them out there. Your main man, Antrell Rolls, a safety. He is down in Chicago. 
And, you know, he's steady. He's a good dude. He's a leader. He's someone that they need in this locker room, I think, at this time because they're, they're, the Bears are going to have a season that can border on the brink. And you want to have good, solid, solid veterans in there. So hopefully Antro Rowe can help out there and help out on the field, actually, too. So that would be something as well. So, again, you're listening to Sports Done Right every Tuesday. Appreciate everybody. Follow me, The Big Smooth, the sports governor, Vince Wright. You can hit me up on Twitter, at the Big Smooth one You can also check out our Facebook group, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. And we are growing there. Got almost 80 members in our fun little chat room there. And, oh, I want to say what's up. I was just scanning the old chat room here, and I'll be in that chat room in a second. But mom and dad are in there. want to say what's up to them. Like I said, Big J Coop's in the house, King 50, John Fisher's cooking with the microwave show. Make sure you listen to that tonight here on Spreaker.com as well. Got Jungle Brother, Jersey Vern, everybody's up in here, and I appreciate the love, y'all. Really, really do. So let's finish off with the Bears here. You know, I've been on record as not expecting a lot from from the Bears this year. Um, you know, Matt Forte is going to have another good year. He'll be right probably just around 1,000 yards just over. But I just think that at this point, they're, they're probably going to wind up cutting ties with Cutler after the season. I don't know if they can get it together this year. If they can, hey, that's great. I mean – um, again, Chicago is one of those teams that when they're doing good, the NFL is just a little bit more fun. But the, the fan base down there, I believe, is going to have to wait another year or two before they see um, some fun down there on, in, or excuse me, in Soldier Field. So, well, man, it's been a fun time doing this podcast, people. I want to thank everybody, each and every one of you in the chat room for checking me out tonight. A very hot, humid, muggy night here in the great Minnesota Northland. But I like it like this because, you know, I'd rather be warm than cold. Rather be warm than cold. So, hope sometime maybe some of you folks get a chance to check out the Fair City. Come visit the Gov. We'll show you a very good time up here, man, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, otherwise known as the Twin Cities. So, anyway, bro, we are going to take a quick little break. We're going to come back. We're going to kind of touch on some quick things. We're going to touch on a little bit of baseball news as we start winding down the show. We're going to be a little bit short tonight, I think, in terms of time. But uh, we're going to touch on a couple things. We're going to touch on the Twins. They are still alive in the playoff race. They're holding on to a 4-3 lead right now in the bottom of the fifth. This game is uh, taking a while. A lot of runs being scored. So we will talk to you after this break.
run a little bit hot tonight I can barely see the road from the heat coming off Reach down between my legs Ease the seat back Taking it down the home stretch. Vince Wright, the governor of sports here in Minnesota. Again, sports done right. Thanks for hanging with me. Trying to sip down some of this tea. A little rough throat here today, but we are hanging. Chat room is popping. Want to thank everybody out there. And obviously want to welcome my main man, Gary Joyner, in the building. What's going on, Gary Joyner? 
Welcome to the Executive Mansion, my main man. Glad to have you back in here. Everyday People Show, Gary Joyner on Speaker.com as well. Give his show a listen to. It's touching on them topics that everybody needs to be talking about. So big, uh, big ups to Gary Joyner, man. So we're going to finish out here with a little baseball. Like I said, uh, Jersey Vern is a big Yankees fan. Yankees, now again, this is all before tonight's action here. They were a game and a half behind Toronto. They got a big weekend with Tampa Bay coming up because even though Tampa Bay is nine games out, they always play the the Yankees tough. Got a big New York population down there in uh, Florida as well, obviously. So uh, we will see what happens there. But big ups to the Yankees. They are hanging tough. But big ups to Toronto too. Um, they're eight and two in their last ten games, and they keep doing it as well. Minnesota Twins, Minnesota Twins, our hometown team. Although they are thirteen games out of first place, and obviously nobody's touching Kansas City, they're right there in the wild card. So big win last night, Irvin Santana. He uh, returned to form. He had ten strikeouts. And we, I mean, this guy was supposed to be the savior in the pitching mound. He had a 9.12 ERA over his uh, previous five starts. He brought that down, I guess, uh, to um, now it's down around the upper fives, but still way too high. But again, it's a good start and everything's going well. So, Miguel, so, oh, Miguel Sano, Sano doing his thing twins take a series over the houston astros in first place they're out in the west so everything's rocking and rolling twins hanging tough and they are up four to three in the top of the sixth inning runner on second nobody out for the white Sox. unfortunately again white Sox trying to make a little comeback here and as I said, Houston's in first place out in the West. They are four games clear of the Texas Rangers, seven and a half over the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or whatever the hell they call themselves nowadays. So New York Mets still doing the do out there in the National League East over Washington. Six and a half games was their lead over the Nationals before the start of play tonight. Hats off to New York, man. Granderson. Um, Bartolo Colon, the big man, the pitcher, getting some key hits. I mean, hats off to them. And we could be looking again at that Subway Series. And, again, the Central is still holding tough, man, still holding tough. So St. Louis, Pittsburgh, and the Cubs. And now those St. Louis is five and a half games in front of Pittsburgh, ten and a half in front of my Cubbies. All those teams, again, if that season ends today, they're still all going to the playoffs. So the top three teams from the Central would all make it. And out in the National League West, you have the Los Angeles Dodgers still hanging tough. Four and a half over San Francisco. Nine and a half over the San Diego Padres. So the Twins, again, looking to make noise here in the wild card race. I think if they can... Get, again, Santana to start heating up, get their bullpen back in order, get Glenn Perkins back on track. They will make a very good run at the wild card in the American League. So if it ended today, here's how it would look with the wild card. 
the East, uh, we go to Toronto. Kansas City takes the Central. Houston takes the West. Your two wild card teams are the Yankees and Texas. As of today, the Twins are a game out. They are a game behind Texas for that last spot in the wild card. Los Angeles Angels are three and a half back, tied with Tampa Bay. So even though these teams are not going to win their division titles, there's still a lot of key baseball to be played. And Gary Joyner in the chat room, I see you. The Cubs are for real. You know we're going to touch on my Cubbies here in a quick second. But wanted to get that... Uh, get to uh, the American League wild card. Now, let's move on over and like I said, talk about them Cubbies. Because uh, if it ended today, you got the Mets in the East, the Cardinals obviously in the Central, the Dodgers in the West, Pittsburgh, then the Cubs are playing the wild card game. And like I said, man, the Cubs 74 and 56. They are uh, hitting a little bit of a rough patch though. They're 5 and 5 in their last 10 and they lost uh, their game yesterday. They're playing the Reds tonight. And we'll see if we can uh, get some scores here before we sign off on the baseball side as well. So, well, 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 look who has joined us. Ladies and gentlemen, in the chat room, biggest fan of the league, one of my favorite shows ever. Give it up for the one of the coolest white kids you can ever meet. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Andrew Purple Hayes has made his debut in the chat room. What's going on? What's going on? And yeah, you gonna win. Actually, I think I'm gonna win the Shiva this year, Andrew. So, anyway, let's check these scores here. We're gonna uh, start winding it down as we hit the 78 minute mark here of Sports Done Right every Tuesday on Spreaker.com. Andrew is actually gonna be one of our tech consultants. So, along with uh, one. Sports, we're going to talk about everything tech because, as guys, you know, we love to play with our toys. And this man knows everything about tech. But anyway, we got Colorado over Arizona in the top of the fourth, three to one. Tampa Bay is putting it all over the Orioles tonight, top of the ninth. They are up 11 nothing, and that's right, 11 nothing. Toronto and Cleveland are tied in extra innings there, the top of the tenth, three to three. Miami is all over Atlanta in the bottom of the ninth. It looks like Atlanta is going to lose another one. They are down 7-1. to one. And the Phillies, wow, just as we just hyped up all that stuff on the Mets, look at this. The Phillies are actually putting it on the Mets tonight, 14-6 in the top of the eighth. Bottom of the sixth, Cincinnati is up on my Cubbies 3-1. Let's get that back, Cubbies. And as we said here, the uh, Twins are holding on to a 4-3 lead over the Chicago White Sox. Kansas City is down to Detroit in the top of the six, 4-2. Pittsburgh is uh, losing to Milwaukee, 5-1. Houston and Seattle are all knotted up at three, in the, and, and that's at uh, going into the fifth inning. Late games tonight, we got San Francisco and the Dodgers. Huge rivalry game there as well as we got Los Angeles and Oakland. So all the California teams are battling each other. Oh, excuse me, Washington was up 4-3 to three on St. Louis. And the Yankees beat Boston 3-1. to one. So, what's going on out there? Got my son Justin Wright over here looking through the window. He's trying to figure out why his dad's doing a sports podcast trying to throw me off my game here but hey what can you say it's gonna make money one day kid and you ain't gonna get a dime of it 
fool. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Twins, like I said, looking to hold on to their wild card uh, chances here, and they're doing a good job. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looks like the White Sox have just taken the lead on an Arcel home run. The White Sox are up 5-4 to four on the Twinks. Man, oh, that's a big one. Twins need this win tonight, man. They got to... Got to stay, stay ahead of these socks here in the wild card race. But anyway, game's not over. So as we uh, move things on here on Sports Done Right, you can find us every Tuesday night on Spreaker.com. I'm going to jump in the chat room, say what's up to my boys. Andrew Hayes, the Purple Hayes man is in there talking about the Shiva. He's a big fantasy football dude. Jersey says, I feel you, Gov. Thank you very much. Oh, and look who just popped in here. She's just cleared security, and she is back in the mansion. Angie, the first lady right, is back on the premises. And what's going on to the first lady? Love of my life and all that stuff. Anyway, y'all, as we wrap things up here on Sports Done Right, one thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about was, again, my Minnesota Golden Gophers. Big game this Thursday. Make sure you guys check it out. At the very least, the stadium will look good on HD, on ESPN. The Gophers, as of right now, have the best ranked uh, defense, defensive backfield anyway, in the Big Ten. And Coach Jerry Kill has been very excited about practice this week. There's the music. Yes, yes. Rah, rah, rah for Sky Yuma. Rah, 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 rah. Rah for the U of M, baby. So this is it, man. Texas Christian coming through. It's going to be an off. TCU's an offensive juggernaut, man. There is no stopping these guys on offense. And it's going to take everything the Gophers have to get this game, man. Jersey Vern's in the chat room. No, everybody's talking shit. Here we go. Gophers. Raw. But come on, y'all. I know, I know, I know. Beating TCU, the number two team in the country, is a big ask. I get it, brothers. I get it. But hey, a few lucky bounces, some hard work by this Gopher team, and you never know what can happen. Greater upsets have happened here. So make sure you guys tune in. Now look for the Gov. Now here's the thing I may be holding up a two live crew sign because at. When you're watching this game, people, from left to right on your screen, when they kick off going from left to right on the 40-yard line, if you look straight up, you will see the governor and the first family in their seats. I just may put up a sign that says, what up, Jungle Brother? What up, Jersey Vern? Two live stews are back. I don't know. I might have a little fun with this. 
So y'all just make sure you're tuned in. Make sure you got the DVR where you can pause it and things like that. And you will see us, the first family. And here's the funny thing. And this is what I love about my family. There's so much always going on. And our daughter has never really been a, a football fan in terms of going to the games. So this sat, or this Thursday is the first time in 11 years of having Golden Gopher tickets that our whole entire family is going to the game together. Together. The first time ever. Man. <laughs> and of course, there's Jersey Vern. Two live stews or two live crew. Sluggo out there. TCU is a machine. We know this. We know this. The first lady says, what's up to Sluggo and Gary and everybody else? Big Coop says TCU is going to wear you guys out. Unfortunately, I can see that happening, but we'll see. Jersey Vern, of course, Big Jersey. I don't watch minor league ball. Oh, boy. Jersey Vern. Uh, he's a Buckeye. What can I say? What can I say? Of course, he's confused. He must have failed geography. This is a man that calls himself Jersey Vern, claims his status in New York City, and is now living down in Georgia. So... I think we need to call him like question mark Vern myself, but hey, what can we do? What can we do? First lady predicts an upset in the chat room out there. Hey, I think so too. I think so too. Just make sure you keep it tuned here for some after game thoughts from the sports governor on sports done right. I am going to post my thoughts here on an uploaded special gopher game review show. Just going to be a couple minutes of my thoughts of the game. We're going to post some pictures from the game as well on the Facebook page through my uh, Twitter as well. So we're going to have some fun with this kickoff, win, lose, or draw. You know me, I'm the sports governor of Minnesota, baby. I represent this state, win, lose, or draw. Not everybody can say that about being a true fan like me. So even though I am a huge Chicago Blackhawks fan, so... Hey, hey, what, what, uh, just shut up. Hey, 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 my fault they win cups. Speaking of which, touching on a little hockey, uh, training camps for the NHL start up here in a couple weeks, and we got some things going on. If you are a Blackhawks fan like myself, you, we got to figure out what's going on with Patrick Kane. That uh, case has really gone silent. There has been no updates. I tried to find some stuff online today. There is just nothing out there on that rape charge about him. So, um, you know, we'll just, I guess we're going to have to stay tuned because obviously if you're him and again, all, everything's allegedly, um, if, if he did do it, obviously I hope he has brought to justice for sent away to do as much time as his, as the law will allow him to do. I am not um, one of these guys that makes excuses for athletes in, in terms of when they do wrong, but this is all allegedly. So we got to see what happens. But if, if you are him and you are innocent, let's say, and now you have to start going around to all these cities. Oh boy, is he going to hear it, boy. He is really going to hear it. So there's even a little thing on uh, Facebook today talking about if the Blackhawks would actually look at trading him. I don't think that's going to happen. He's one of the you know, top three players in, in hockey. He has helped win your franchise three Stanley Cups over the past six years. 
And I, they're going to ride with him. They're going to see what happens. And if he's guilty, you know, the law will play out. And if not, I'm sure he's hoping to get this thing resolved quickly. So that's really kind of the main thing in terms of NHL that's going on is just the silence that that case has, uh, has brought up. So, all right, we're going to get in here. I see we got some uh, predictions from Jungle Brother on the football game. And, uh, uh-oh, he says, sorry, first family, TCU 44, go for 17. Man, ooh. Woo, boy, and you know the sad thing is, man, is that he he may be right. He may be right. But anyway, like I said, keep it tuned here. I'm going to send some updates. We're going to have some fun with that Gopher game. We're going to post some pictures on the Facebook page and on Twitter. And when we come back next week, we're going to maybe look at having two shows next week as the football season gets started one show is just simply not enough. There's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening. We got basketball not too far off. We know we were just talking hockey. Basketball is going to be starting up here soon enough as well. So one show a week from the sports governor is not enough. I get it. The people have clamored for it. And, of course, I will be there to supply all the Minnesota sports news. So you keep it tuned here. Spreaker.com. The sports governor's got you covered for all things Minnesota sports. Big Ten related, the upper Midwest, and hopefully this year we are the Buckeye Killers, because Vern, I'm getting sick of listening to you, man. I'm getting sick of listening to you. I see why Doug always pops them caps in your butt, boy. Anyway, I'm all glad you guys are in the chat room knowing the serious tip, man. Like I said, sports done right on Spreaker.com has been blowing up. Everybody has been sending really good, uh, nice messages offering up a lot of nice words about what we're trying to do here every week i just try and get better at what i'm doing in terms of hosting this thing i'm trying not to waste your time as sports fans i'm trying to give you some information trying to get our chat room get some discussion going there but like i said when we get working with the Stewart media and entertainment network and we're able to take them calls for real this thing is going to really just blow up because once I can get Jungle Brother on the phone, once I can get Jersey Vern on the phone, my wife on the phone, Gary Joyner, Nino the Rhino, Big John Fisher, all these guys on the phone, you're going to really start hearing and start hearing the voices behind these names. And these guys know their sports, man. And I can't wait to share uh, their knowledge with you and for you to go back at them. And we're just going to have a blast, man. So thank you for hanging tough with me. Oh, Jersey wants to know where my gun is. Well, you know, the gun's coming, man. The gun's coming. What can I say? Unlike Doug, I ain't going to sit here and, you know, fire little bullshit guns at you, Jersey, for your nonsense sports takes or anything like that. But you're going to feel it when it comes, brother. Don't worry about that, Jersey. You just worry about them giants and how much they're going to need to uh, improve their team this year, my brother. So, all right, folks, thank you so much. We're going to wind up sports done right here. We are hitting the 90th minute, an hour and a half. Ladies and gentlemen, just want to take a moment to acknowledge, again, all the nice tweets out there that I got this past week. Um, Jose over in Roseville, Minnesota, thank you so much for your wonderful tweets. Uh, this this guy listens every week. 
Always sends a nice message a day or two after the show. Very inspirational. Tells the gov to keep going, to keep working on the craft. So big, big shout out to, to Jose, my main man over there. And everybody else on Twitter, on Facebook, in this chat room. Uh, big Coop in the house, Jersey. My brother-in-law, Jeff. Uh, everybody, man. Again, thank you guys so much for Sports Done Right. Really being able to take off here. So what we're going to do next week is we're going to kind of play it by ear for the Tuesday show. Obviously, we got Labor Day. Uh, the Gov is heading to his uh, Camp David up north, so to speak, his executive retreat. Do a little R&R &R with the uh, first family, the first in-laws and all that fun stuff. Do a little boating and fishing up in the great north woods of Minnesota. Maybe a little golf for the Gov. And we will return next week, if not on Tuesday. We'll be back probably Wednesday or Thursday, and we'll get it all set up. Like I said, keep an ear open uh, later Thursday night for uh, some thoughts on that Gopher football game. And you guys keep it cracking here. Keep it tuned for John Fisher. Cooking with the Microwave is the name of his show. I want you guys also on Spreaker.com this weekend to check out Jersey Vern. The Real Cast Rangers, Jungle Brother, and um, excuse me, actually, the Real Cast Rangers of Jersey and John Fisher, they've hooked up to do a show together now. And the Jungle Brothers always doing the Real Cast podcast on the weekend, too. So a lot of stuff going on this weekend, a lot of good uh, sports radio information for you guys to tune in on Spreaker.com and listen to. Again, thank you guys so much for listening to The Governor Sorry the throw is a little scratchy tonight, but we're going to rest that up, like I said, over the weekend. Hey, Thursday night, check me out. If you do not want to check me out Thursday night, I'm going to say it right now. I wish everybody a happy, wonderful holiday weekend, a happy Labor Day weekend. Um, remember the workers of this country. That's what Labor Day is all about, and we are all workers, so everybody be safe in them streets. And, oh, yes, how can we forget one last thing? We got to give it up, man. Got to give it up. The reunion, the reunion of the two live students. Man, now I, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I heard some stuff through the winds. You know, I am the governor. I got access that not everybody has out there. So, I heard some things from the Atlanta market. Then, obviously, Ryan got on Periscope talking about he had a big announcement for Monday. Doug started running and chatting about his big announcement. So, I knew they were getting back together in one way or another, some form or another. And they are back, 640 WGST, I believe, is the station in Atlanta, Saturday mornings, 11 o'clock Eastern time, talking, just, it's just going to be so great just to hear the banter of the two live stews again. Uh, Ryan put out a Periscope, if you're not following Ryan on Periscope, make sure you do, he's really starting to jump into Periscope, he put like a big 15 minute uh, uh, conversation out there today talking about things and what to expect man so hats off to the two live stews 
It is because of these brothers that we are doing what we're doing on this podcast. You know, some of us are getting together next month in Atlanta to help celebrate uh, Doug's one year anniversary. And especially now with the two live stews coming back, it's going to be off the chain. This is a real cool community of cool people, black, white, male, female, um, you know, Latin folks, everybody who comes together to listen to these shows and has really become kind of friends without even meeting each other. And that's what's going to be so cool about being in Atlanta next month. Do a little networking for my show, but to actually meet Rail Scott and the rest of everybody else that's going to be down there. Can't wait to meet John Fisher, Jersey, all these boys. But man, let me tell you, this is going to be so much fun to hear them back on the air. I can't wait. So again, Saturday mornings, they're going to be two live stewing it. And I can't wait. Trees on to produce, even though she'll probably be Katrina because that's a very conservative station. Like I said, I checked out that lineup. So, but anyway, we're going to have fun. All right, man. Thank you guys so much. Sports done right again on another Tuesday night from a very hot and humid Minneapolis, St. Paul, the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul, the Twin Cities of Minnesota, where it feels more like uh, Atlanta, Georgia or Miami, Florida tonight. I want to thank you for listening. You guys have a great night. Be safe in them streets and everybody, please be cool. And remember, sports done right every Tuesday night on Spreaker.com with the Gov Vince Wright. Folks, hit me up on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one. You can check out our Facebook group, Sports Done Right. My last name, W R I G H T. And you can also email me at vman31, V M A N N 31, at gmail.com. So, as we sign off from the great state of Minnesota up north here, y'all have a good night. Be safe in them streets. And everybody, love each other. And remember, keep God first, because God is good all the time. Peace.
wa 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 wa